This episode is sponsored by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Everyday Running Shoe, which I was lucky enough to head out to Barcelona and see being unveiled at its launch and to chat to athletes like Sharon Nakidi, who won the New York Marathon a few years ago, who does all of her easy and steady runs in this pair of shoes. And then we've set Jess from The Running Channel a very specific challenge to train for 12 weeks for her fastest, hopefully, ever 10K, which is also back out in Barcelona. Yeah, she is loving training in this shoe. And I think it's important as well because we're so lucky we get to test lots of different shoes. But we do know that some people just want that one pair that will do everything. So Jess has been doing her long runs, interval sessions, and she will be tackling the final 10K in the Under Armour Infinite Elite shoes. Yeah, big focus on endurance and a brand new foam, which provides extra energy return and looks after you on even your longest runs. So if you want to know more, head to the link in the show notes. This is the Running Channel podcast with me, Andy Badley, my lovely co-host, Sarah Hartley, and over there, Rick Kelsey, not pressing too many buttons this week, but he's very excited because he's got some news which we're going to be talking all about in this episode. I'm excited to be alive. I'm also excited that we all dressed together this morning. Yes, black <laughs> and white was the theme for today, and Rick is sporting uh, a picture of Her Majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, on his, uh, on his lovely jumper today. Which Let's- is not... Our merch. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Just for any confusion. Yeah, oh, no. we're not selling. We're not selling this. <laughs> no. no, we're not. Se- we're not selling that. We are selling what Sarah and I both wear, and we're matching would... in our run, improve, repeat sweatshirts. Yeah, I would actually though love to see. It. It's like a really nice line drawing where the it's all one line outlining like her crown and her face. I would absolutely love to see you try to replicate that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like your drawing. Like a, a, a challenge for the pub. It's a good idea for a next video. Anyway, yeah. should we do it? Yeah, yes, let's, let's do it. it. So we are talking about today a very exciting thing which happened a few weeks ago. But before we talk about your 5k PB attempt, should we catch up on the week? We should. We should. So who wants to go first? I think Andy should go first this week. Yeah. I'm poised. I'm ready to talk about my running because I'm having a slightly different running experience the last couple of weeks. Picked up from marathon training when I had uh, three or four weeks of like recovery post-marathon mm-hmm. and now trying to train for some faster stuff and I've been thrust into doing a I think what's going to end up being a one mile time trial in March it was going to be a 5k and I'm still training to run a faster 5k a one mile time trial yeah so, that's a bit of you though yeah that is just you isn't it yeah what it, it, it is former me it is previous life me and then having done three or four months of marathon training it now doesn't feel like me um, so trying to run fast again yeah which I, I do love it though I'd much rather this stuff than, than the, yeah. the really long stuff so how fast can you go well, that's the that's the thing. I, I genuinely don't know because I was running the fastest thing I would have done during my marathon training was probably five and a half minute miling. Um, that is actually disgusting. It is, isn't it? But then I'm saying that that's not as fast as I, like yeah. I, I will be. I don't know if I can get down to around about four and a half minutes. That's the target, I think. Which saying it out loud does sound pretty horrible, doesn't Gosh. it? Ugh. Yeah, horrible. Uh, but so are, what, are you in a fitness state to do that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so what are, what are you trying to do to get you to four and a half minute miling? Well, right now, the battle I'm facing is, I think I was getting a little bit more allowance at home for the, for the big marathon challenge, whereas now I'm trying to fit my training in before football training on a Saturday and before, not my football training. Trips to I'm Barcelona. Oh, yes, I did go out to Barcelona. But, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to run four times a week, so that's a big step. Yeah. But not do as much volume. And so I was doing things. I did an interval session on Friday morning, um, but then had to hop on a train to get into London. So it was really tight for time. And then mm-hmm. uh, Saturday got out and did my long run in the afternoon. So this is one of the things I was going to talk about. Mm. I um, 
my lovely wife also wanted to run and we had so many kids activities um, that there was only space <laughs> for one of us to run first thing in the morning. So she took that priority slot. Oh, um, yeah. So then I had lunch and then the only slot for me to run was at like 2, 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. And I felt awful, mm. awful. It's the worst time ever to run. It was it's daylight. So it was actually bad. quite nice conditions. And, and my lovely daughter came out on the bike with me, which is very wholesome. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I yeah. just think running any time after midday is a bit painful. Yeah. yeah. I did the same thing this week. I did uh, my long run at, I think I left at half three on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, oh yeah. That's brutal. Such that an error. Right, How long is really long at On the a moment? Sunday afternoon? Yeah. 24k. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. What, it, what, after a Sunday lunch? No, I didn't have a Sunday lunch. You don't really have any excuses though. Why didn't you just get we'll out just and get do it at like right, nine or so 10 in the morning? Let me explain. Oh yeah. Here let we go. This will be good. Explain. So on Saturday... I went to a friend's birthday party and for their birthday, they wanted to do a 10 mile walk. Oh, okay. Which until I arrived, I thought was a four mile walk. So right. she sounds was, fun. was quite upset about that. <laughs> okay. And it took us five hours <laughs> to do this 10 mile walk. And also what, birthday. What, was, <laughs> what was absolutely hilarious is that like a couple of us turned up wearing like garments, yeah. but we were like, oh, you guys like do the navigation. Like this is your day. Like we won't, I don't, I would not want to be the person that turns up with my watch being like, let me get the navigation up. Yeah. After an hour where like every, we'd gone, we got lost like four or five times. Yeah. I was like, I think I'm going to download the GPX file of this yeah. to ensure that we don't walk any further. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it took, it took five hours. Okay. So five hours Saturday, which yeah. meant that you couldn't run on Sunday until? I was broken. Half past three. I was so broken. Yeah. Uh, my I, hips I, I, were in pain. Everything was hurting. I reckon does more damage to your body than running. No. Well, to, to our bodies, maybe because we're more used to running. I, yeah. I would honestly say that the worst I've ever felt in terms of how my body feels and the longest it takes me is to recover from. Walk? No, is after a wedding. Like if I go to someone's oh, wedding, oh, you're yeah. standing up all day. It's time on feet. Compared to like running, running around. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like I, loads of people say to me, you know, I ran Chicago Marathon with Tom and yeah. I did it at his pace. So like usually for me, a marathon is, I don't know, three four hours yeah not three definitely closer to four yeah with tom it was just over six and people were like oh that must have been so easy and i was like no because that that amount of time on feet was yeah. just as hard because you're like using it's hard in a different way isn't it you're running yeah. in a slightly different way so, so walking you're moving in a slightly different way like standing at a wedding it just absolutely mm. batters you so you ran in the afternoon on sunday as well yeah awful so i tried to get all of the jobs that i didn't want to do done first so like yeah. tidied my flat did the food shop walked my I dog mean, my dog tried also... to get the jobs done first that's 100 percent just procrastination oh right? yeah and then i sat on the sofa for half an hour between right, each job yes and then it yeah. reached 3 30 yeah then i headed out and also it was you're just so... about getting the window of darkness as well right going yeah. oh yeah it was getting dark in Bassey park as yeah. i was just trudging around and it was also it was like 5k easy and then it was 5k like just slower than marathon pace yeah and then repeat and then the last 4k i think is the slowest 4k i've ever done because oh, it was just, just uphill just get home i went into it i did a u i went into a shop got bought myself did a u <laughs> <laughs> well, mine were always planned they were oh yeah, this is not planned. Yeah. I just got to a Sainsbury's and was like, yes, <laughs> yeah. I need that right now. <laughs> Give me well, some drink. Very different experience for me on Sunday. I didn't have a long run. I'd done it on my sat on Saturday and my long runs aren't that far at the moment. I did an hour. Um, but the Sunday I had hills for the first time in like scheduled You had hills. to do hill repeats. Like, hill repeats, yeah, 30 second hill repeats. So I had to do 2K tempo, then eight 30 second hill repeats. Love that. And was your daughter the there for that again. bit as well? No, no, no. They were all in bed. I did that pretty early on, um, oh, on Sunday morning to get Again, back for various sporting activities. <laughs> yep, living the dream. Um, and that, that was, that's hard, just 
I found I find it really hard squeezing stuff in at the moment, and mm. that's just mentally been really exhausting. You know what I did in the last week that I've not done before, running wise. So I was on holiday. Yeah, I did barefoot running. Oh, so on someone, the beach. On the beach. So I was in Cornwall. Some guy came up to me at the National Running Show a couple of weeks ago, and I've got him in my phone as his name's and- Andy Lincolnshire. I thought that was his name, Andy Lincolnshire, but I think it was Andy from Lincolnshire. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, he's, he's a podcast fan, clearly. Yeah. He knows yeah. you'd want to know where you're yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. So, and he was talking to me about, about how he goes barefoot running on the beach yeah. in Lincolnshire. So I thought, well, I'll give it a go while I'm on holiday. Is it Sandy in Lincolnshire? Uh, I think it's quite well, it's very well, it flat. Must be if it, Isn't it, it can't be, can't as be pebbly, that'd be absolutely Oh, brutal. just imagine um, a pebbly. Right. Yeah, so I, I tried it. So I ran on the beach in, in Cornwall. Nice. How far really, did you really go? Really slow, really slow. Cold as well. No, it was really warm. No, the weather, but like, was the sand not really cold? No, it was really nice. Huh. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I would say to anyone, try a bit of barefoot running if you've not tried it yet. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Definitely people who have are now converts would do it all the time. It does take a long time to build up to it, doesn't it? And it's kind of, you can't mm. just go, oh, all of a sudden I'm going to do all of my runs barefoot no. forever. I think you've got to try it like and, and do it somewhere for giving grass or, or sand and give it a go. I don't like running on the beach because of the camber. The camber, oh the yeah, what? the camber, how it tilts. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I, I just, it depends on how steep that camber is as to how unpleasant it is. But I, I've always found, yeah feel a bit out of kilter running on the beach. Not much camber. And there wasn't much camber when I tried to run as fast as I could ever run. Oh, here we go. Yeah, segue. Yeah. Back to Rick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sat very patiently listening to our weekend stuff, hasn't he? So but I we could must, see him rubbing his hands together. We must caveat this with, if you're listening to this or watching this, there should be on our YouTube channel, a video called Rick running a 5K PB search. It'll be one of our recent I mean, that videos. Is, that's I'd, probably not the title, is it? It's probably not the title. It'll be something a lot more catchier than that, but it should have it should have gone live by the time that this podcast comes out. If it's not, it's probably my fault. So sorry about that. It's coming very fault. soon. Yeah. But if you've watched it or not, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll keep back the result until the end of this podcast to keep people on their toes a little bit. But if you've watched it, you will know already. But should we just go through? So what was the aim of that run? Yeah, so... At the beginning of the year, we all set out our aims for mm-hmm. 2024. And my aim was to run faster than I've ever run before at certain distances. Yeah. So starting at 5K and 10K and seeing where we go from there. So this is the first step in my 2024 running aims, which is to run faster than I have done before at five kilometers. And this isn't just faster than I've run since I had an osteotomy, since I was you know, on crutches had, 12 Have you had serious had, knee surgery? I had an osteotomy, yeah, yeah two yeah, years ago. You never I told mentioned you to. that. No, I told you to. No. Yeah. No, no, it's no. when they cut your shin in two and then put it back in, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen some it. absolutely horrific oh, Yeah, yeah. Every time you, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so this was, the, the aim here was to run faster than I have done at 5K as an adult uh, in a timed event. And your last yeah. personal best was in? Uh, it was in 2019 yeah. when I ran 23... 19. So that's a good like 5k. Yeah. Five years. Five years, yeah. Well also also like yeah, 23 23 19, which is not hanging about and and was on healthy knees. And also bear in mind what's happened since then, like lockdown. And I remember actually meeting up with you. You came up to my house. Um I don't know whether it was during lockdown, but it was certainly during that period. And like you were in a really low place because of your knee and what was happening with the surgeries and what was having to happen again because you'd already had one surgery yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's been a lot and then to even be in a position where you can then hopefully try to try to run faster than you'd run even before all that happened well this is what i said during the yeah. run i was like it, i remember i came out with you on your first run outside yeah and I remember, christmas a year ago yeah and i remember that day like 
there was there was no mention of we weren't even looking at our watches apart from going like oh we're going pretty pacey here let's calm it down a mm. bit but like it was the joy in your face yeah. of just being able to put one foot in front of the other and running outside and it's absolutely incredible that you've gone from that to in a year going like actually no like my fitness isn't a place where I can give 5k pb yeah. a go I honestly I, I don't think I ever thought I'd get back to running anywhere near the pace that I'm that, that I'm running at now as in attempting to take on 2319 at 5k. Like that moment when I went to Andy's, that was probably that, that was probably the bottom. I'd had two operations in one go. They tried something that didn't work. Mm -hmm. And then went, and then it was like, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to actually be able to walk again without pain at this point. So it was like, well, my aim is not anywhere near. Let's see if I can ever beat my PV again. It's just, it wasn't even looking at that. You know, I had a chondroplasty, which is basically when they try to shave off all the, bits of bone such with a bit horrible of words uh, <laughs> and, 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 and that didn't work and uh, arthroscopy so at, at this point I was just kind of like well let's just see where we go to and then gradually from that run in December of 22 the whole of 23 was just about building up and yeah. that was about you know getting yourself to a position where you can run again and uh, and I suppose you know for people listening to this who've had serious injuries and, mm. and think about getting back I've always talked about how strength and conditioning played a part in that role in getting back to, to running. Yeah, you bang on about it, but but because it's important, mm. and I would jump into this with you as well to say it's incredibly important, mm. but also like the diligence that you, you showed there, like it, it was you had to show up pretty regularly in the gym and it wasn't like you were putting in hours and hours. You had a very specific routine and you stuck to it like pretty religiously. Yeah. Because yeah. even now, like what is your ratio of like gym to running? 50-50. Yeah. It's still 50-50. Yeah. And I, I do it in a way that I go to the gym and I always say, right, I've got six exercises, but I rotate those six exercises and they're generally just leg exercises. Yeah. You know, sing, single leg thrusts, it's all about just building up, maintaining muscle strength in my legs. I might throw in a bit of upper body stuff, but generally- uh, That's why he's just holding a pen. Can't lift, any, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't lift anything but else. The, the guns, the guns. <laughs> he picks you know, up all his shopping with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, this is why I tell you as the worst S and C person in the world. Yeah. Like, hey, how, hey, how many? How, what streak you, am I on changed, now? It's changed. You're on a winning okay, streak. You're on a winning four, streak. I'm on a four week streak. Yeah. Or, I mean, I think like it's a five, five or six week. weeks. No, no, it? I'm on a five week streak. Okay. I've done it every week in 2024, and one week I did two things. Hello. Did some yoga. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be coming huh? to the gym with me soon. Yeah, you've inspired me, mate. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, and that was the. Uh, <laughs> No, I haven't. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, ne- he nearly believed you. He nearly believed that he was an inspiration, and that even Rick's ego wouldn't let that one uh, wouldn't, wouldn't let that one pass. Um, and I was just kind of like ticking off the time, like through twenty twenty three. So I was like, well, you know, what can I knock off a couple of seconds here? And then it, every Saturday, and then I started figuring out how my watch worked. And, and <laughs> how many powers you were putting and, in each week? Mapping those powers as I, as can I, I yeah, <laughs> through the power goldfish, uh, and I, and I was like, well, what, can I get through you know the five um, minutes per kilometer mark? And I was like, can I keep every kilometer under that? Can I start doing ne- ne- yeah. ne- negative splits? And then you know I got closer and closer to the time, and I thought, well, maybe I can give this a bit of a shot. Maybe I can give it a go, um, but I never expected to be there. Yeah, just on what you just said then, I think it's really powerful that loads of people will be listening who might have time goals, who also might just have running goals mm. in general. And yes, you 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 chunked it, I would say, running channel podcasts, lingo. Oh, yeah. You, you were like, you had that goal kind of 
that, that kept you coming back, which is, can I see figures underneath five minutes on my watch mm -hmm. for each kilometer? Um, and that could just be, can someone run to the next lamppost without walking? Or can someone get to the, a further part on their run without walking? Or can they do two laps of the same, you know, two and a half K loop that they would normally do? Or can they just run a little bit further every mm. week? And I think the power of having like this, it's almost intermediate aim that like helps you when you go out for a run is, is massive. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it is true. And also chunking it and how you build it up as well. Because I got to a point that by last Thursday when we did this, I was running three times a week yeah. and, and going to the gym. So it'd be two times a week running, two times a week in the gym, and then like a race or a 5K, some kind of thing on, yeah. the, on a Saturday. And that level and building in the intervals into it, I was doing eight times 200 meter interval work with 100 meter walking in between each 200 meters. Yeah. And that kind of speed work in intervals, I think was really useful. Because you've got to be training faster and slower, and slower than your 5K yeah. pain. And still, and still pain free throughout everything. Yeah. I don't have any pain. Yeah, DOMS from other stuff, right? But not, yeah. not the knee knee stuff, which no, is amazing. No, I, 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 I don't have any no pain No arm pain. No arm Definitely no arm pain. I don't know saw. I did over a thousand. We got, to, we got to the day and Sarah, I realized, is faster than you and I think she is, Andy. Because when we're doing this... Don't never underestimate we're, Sarah. We're running, a, we're running around <laughs> a park, but Sarah, for 23 minutes odd is talking the whole time yeah, that so, I'm running. So I didn't think this it's, through. It's fun, that, isn't it? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, let's we talk fully, through that, I think. So we didn't, I didn't think this through because basically Andy was off gallivanting in Barcelona. So that left me as a pacer. Absent parent. Absent. Oh. <laughs> you, you gave me some stick for that. I sent him a message saying... Um, I, I, how, I many, uh, how many stars was the hotel? I mean, it was a beautiful five-star hotel. Was yeah, it nicer than the one we stayed in in Budapest? Oh, it was... It was that level of hotel. Oh, not, well, not, it's Andy. Not, he doesn't. If does he, he if he's going anywhere, yeah, he he's like what four? four? What is four? I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Sorry, exactly. I don't know hey, that number. Hey, there's got to be some perks. If anyway. I go put up with you two every <laughs> yeah. week, there's got to be some perks. Back to Sarah's gob. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Back to me. Um, yeah, you were away, so I was like, it's fine. I can pace Rick. Like mm. my PB's relatively close to that, but I'll give it a go. Then I forgot that obviously we were filming. It is a one take video. So like, if you if you go and watch this video. The footage of me and Rick running, sitting underneath that is literally the whole attempt. It's you mad. can see and it's hear really the nice entire thing. We throw some stuff yeah. over the top just to make it a little bit more visually interesting behind the lens mm. there. Um, but you literally see the whole thing. I don't so know it how was. You did it. I don't know how you talked the whole for 23 well, minutes. Well, so this is what's interesting is that we always say like, if you're, if you're really struggling with like easy runs or if you're struggling to hit like a certain pace, go with someone else because you get distracted and you might actually end up going faster than you think you can. That was a perfect example because if you told me to go out and run a 23 minute 5k, I would be like, no chance. Don't know if I could hit that one week to the next. Whereas I was like, one, I have to, two, I have to keep talking. And so I didn't, I didn't really notice. So, I, sorry, I was going to say, because I don't think I've ever said less on a video. That, that was genu <laughs> that was genuinely Sarah's feedback. I was like, how, 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 I was like, honest, because we have done some videos before yeah. right, where actually this is a uh, a really old video that we might remake soon, which is it was inspired by a footballer called Ross Barkley who 
Um, oh yeah. It was it was called the Ross Barkley 5K, where you, it was not about elapsed time, so you could pause your watch and you just had to accumulate 5K. Mm-hmm. So it set you that challenge. Basically, meant you could spend all day running 5K in like 100 meter chunks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so naturally, you had a picnic on a cricket pitch and split it into really short sprints. Is that in my back garden? Did, <laughs> it was not. Your back garden's not that big. And then, um, no, it wasn't. And then I watched the footage of that. This is years ago. I watched the footage back, and you're meant to be sprinting all out. And you honestly, I, I've never seen anyone try less hard in a challenge. I think as well, the time, time that you ran you for that is was slower than your like when you could was literally it? rest. But I'm pretty sure it was definitely in the twenties. Um, so anyway, my point being here, Sarah's feedback to me when I I heard what had happened here was that you were properly spent and like on the floor afterwards this was an all-out yeah well because we pushed it too far quite frankly uh, <laughs> oh, no no seriously we did because you know our aim was to run negative splits yeah. but around 445 uh, going down to 435 per kilometer nice yeah. easy maths yeah. from me but yes. somehow it went a little bit wrong in, in the middle. Well, Rick got a little bit excited in kilometre three yeah. and then really paid for that in kilometre four. Yeah. And so I ended up having to absolutely sprint for the last 250 metres. And I mean sprint yeah. to beat it. Yeah. And then I guess, did you beat it? 4.23 was my final kilometre. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and then, so what was your... 4.23. So we were aiming for 23.19, is that right? 23.19. Was yeah. the previous PB. And what did you end up running? 2316. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Oh, Sarah gives me a lot of stick for pacing, and you were pretty nervous about pacing this, but three that seconds. That was spot on. She was did so you, good. I was Sarah PV? was so good. Yes. When you say spot on, he's had to run 15 yeah. to 20 seconds too fast in that last kilometer yeah. to get it. Oh, well, yeah, but he didn't. You, hey, you, you but, lost track in the fourth kilometer, so, so we just yeah, had to I'm like thinking, push a little bit. Sarah, let, let's hold our hands up here uh-huh. and be honest with the audience. Uh oh. Right. Yeah. We got a lot of people to that event that day to do this. If I'd not done it, that would have been a real bad day. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, would have been a waste of a lot of people's time. Mm. Considering the times were 446, 446, 436, 445, 423. Yeah. It's only really kilometre four that went wrong. We probably, we pushed it a bit too close I would say. No, Rick. Sounds perfect to me. What, um, it's like the pole vaulters. They only put the world record up by one centimetre every time. They yeah. don't want to, no wasted energy and no wasted money, prize money for yeah. winning. Uh-huh. Yeah, but mate, I was running so hard in that final kilometre that I lost my hearing. <laughs> this is, I tell you what, this is exactly not- like. So when I, <laughs> when I tried to go sub four for the first time in Berlin... And I ran three fifty nine fifty eight. Mm. That again Perfect. across across a whole marathon, a little bit tight. And yeah, again, ran pretty much my ten k pb pace. I ran a four thirty split for my last kilometer in a really? marathon, which was stupid. But one of our editors, Tito, was like, "No, that was spot on. You should have done that because otherwise, for the audience, it's not tense." So actually, so you've deliberately made the left. No, left I wasn't the trying tent. to make it tense. I was just trying to to survive. And if you watch back this video, <laughs> I. I, I don't think I say more than six words. I, the, the whole video. What you what? do say. Consider, to, no, what I first I... made a running channel video in 2019 in Battersea Park. Yeah. And so I put, must have done 250 videos. I must have done. Well, and, and I would agree that generally the best ones are when you say six words or less. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's as according know, to definitive audience feedback. I think feedback. we found like Rick's thing that he just always does is that he like latches onto something and then just repeats it loads. Because yeah. you know, like when you were like, where's she from? Where's she from? Where's she from? When you're talking about <laughs> Hannah, the thing that you do in this video mm. is in the last kilometer, you just keep going, it's too close. Oh, sorry. It's more like, it's too close. It's too close. It's just running along. And I'm also, and the thing is as well, is that the watch screen that I had was banking on the fact that we would oh, pace yeah. each kilometer perfectly. So then when we didn't, I was like frantically cycling through being like, I don't think I set up a watch screen for this. Can't that was average. And I couldn't the do the maths at all. So I, so I was literally, all I was looking at by the end was the timer and yeah. being like, yeah. I reckon you could do 100 meters in 30 seconds, mate. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> we go. yeah exactly. That was close. Yeah, um, it was close. Stamina-wise, yes, I was down to sixty-seven percent on your watch. On by the end. By no, the no, end no. You were actually less. So that was your stamina potential. Oh, so you were actually. It was more like twenty-three percent oh, by pretty, the yeah, end. Yeah. You were very spent. This is another watch metric that you don't what? fully understand. So stamina, basically, this is, I, I had to explain this to Ben who edited this video. So I've got it in my head now. So stamina will give you two figures. It will give you your stamina potential, which is kind of a measure of like your endurance and how long you could go for. Okay. So if, if you, you allowed yourself to recover back up to that point, basically. Yeah. So, so ideally you, like, it should really, be the same thing. Yeah. But right. if you, so your stamina potential at the end was 66. Yeah. yeah so like you literally, downwards. what was so funny though, is that we like started pretty much the same and then just my stamina like went down a little bit and yours was like whoosh, straight yeah. down, but your potential was still there. So like if you'd recovered, you would have the no endurance time. to keep going. And, and but... Sarah was talking the whole way around. Yeah. So I think kudos to Sarah. Also, yeah. Sarah's Thanks. been paced by me in a very similar video a few years ago and you hated every second of it, didn't you? It was awful. It is awful. But I well, think... How was your experience being paced by Sarah? I, I blocked her out after five minutes. <laughs> Excellent. Same, right, as the, mate. same as the podcast? Yeah, most people do. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice hey, one thing that you, might... No, on. no, 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 no. Whilst, Sarah, Rick is, whilst Rick is absolutely slating me, can we go back to the text that you sent me the day after? Oh, I know what this text says. Yeah. yeah. See? Oh, no, Sarah, you're yeah. awful. I hate I you so much. I love much. how far we've got to go back in those you're... texts to find it. Oh, yeah. What? What have I been sending you since? Oh uh, yeah, you, we have texted quite a lot. Uh, oh, do you guys have a have a little? You know, we've got a yeah, great it's called I hate Andy. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not in the. <laughs> Don't tell him. We've changed. We, we changed that. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> so on the day after, mm. you went. You were amazing yesterday. Yeah, but what about the five k pacing? <laughs> 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 she was good. She was good. <laughs> um, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I talk about some stats that. very briefly? Because we're not time. About what? So, right. Oh, you Cadence. Want, we talk about Rick some more. No, 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 no. About yeah. stamina. Yeah. No, relevant stuff. Cadence and stride length. Cadence yeah. dropped throughout. Yeah. Stride length increased. Throughout. Well, those that, explain yeah, that to me. That's exactly how those two things work. Right, fantastic. It all worked well. <laughs> so if you if you take more steps per minute, then it's likely that your stride length um, will decrease. Um, and if you take fewer steps per minute, so your cadence decreases, then your stride length might have to increase to, if you're going at the same pace. That's because yeah, that's how that works. Hey, no question is a stupid question but on this podcast. That, that makes that makes sense though that your cadence would decrease as you're going through it mm. one you're getting more tired and then as you're saying you're accelerating into that last mm. kilometer so you're probably having to take slightly longer strides to, to make that happen i remember a lot of people actually emailed us talking about how their stride length had shortened yeah. post mm. injury so mm. that means your cadence 
has increased. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Post injury. Yeah, likely to, to reduce that impact slightly. If you're taking slightly shorter steps, then you're taking less risks of potentially overstriding mm. and jarring your knees and hips and stuff. So yeah, that, that, that would make sense. But then you were striding out towards the end in this final kilometer, which is why your cadence probably decreased. And yeah, everything was, went was up. going out. Towards, yeah, just all out, yeah, all, all out, out effort. Yeah. 420 watt for the last kilometer? 423 last kilometer. But if we look, if we yeah, look yeah. back at your uh, positive split, Mm. park run that you did a few weeks ago that yeah. started off at 423 so we've reversed it the right way around and you got a pb oh yeah that was a hell of a well i think yeah, i that think was we a lot. should uh set you a new goal then there's no time frame mm. on this but 423 I ha i'm trying to very quickly do the maths 420 would be 420 would be 40 is 21 40 for 5k so um i think that you can do a sub 22 minute 5k you just need to do every kilometer at the same as that last one andy i think for most people <laughs> it's just about kissing the pb and moving on oh okay fine kissing it and moving on what, and then, what's uh, next what's next for rick kelsey no, just, uh, kissing is... it and moving on and then sending a text message the following day to say you're, you're <laughs> wonderful <amazing> yesterday, yesterday. <laughs> oh god i hate you both so much <laughs> is that hickey on your neck no. <laughs> <laughs> from my dog not um, from you from your yeah. dog that's weird no, obviously it's not. That was a joke. Oh, okay. That's a joke. Okay. Okay. But my dog does. <laughs> oh, dog does what? What does he do? Okay. Rick's trying to wrap my dog up. does sleep in the bed. Right. Next up, anyway. 10K. Let's nail that one. 51.50. Okay. Well. 51.50. Andy can pace you for that one. <laughs> That's a lot of me. Or oh, actually, should we take it in turns? Do 5K each? Oh, yeah. Who would be. And then he can who say would... who's the best pacer. Yeah, well, who I've would got to try Andy in... now. Now I've tried you. <laughs> 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 oh God, this has descended into fast. Hey, you and Andy did share a room at the National Running Show. We shared Show, a room a so lot recently. Yeah, we, we shared a room a lot. We did. Yeah. Okay, well, that is, uh, this is the Running Channel podcast. It's descended into absolute madness. Up next, we've got your questions. But first, there's been a lot of news, which we're going to delve into now. Don't forget this episode is sponsored by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Shoes. Now at the Running Channel, we bang on all the time about how if you want to run fast, you need to run slow. I'm talking about the 80-20 rule. Yes, you need to do the vast majority of your training at an easier or steadier pace. And you need an everyday pair of running shoes that you trust to do that. And the Infinite Elite has brand new cushioning technology in the form of Under Armour's Hover Plus. So that's designed to support you for the whole of even your longest runs with extra cushioning and energy return. So that's what this is all about. Yeah, and if you want to check out the Under Armour Infinite Elite, head to the link in the show notes. Right, what have you got, Sarah? Well, this absolutely made me giggle, although I would be gutted if this happened to me. Miami Marathon yep. have incredible medals. They're shaped, uh, it's, it's called a sun-shaped spinner medal. That's a mouthful. Ooh. So it's kind of like round and it's got loads of spiky bits, like if you're going to okay. draw a sun. Yeah. Um, they, the race organisers put out a message but not everyone saw it before the marathon saying by the way if you're flying home after put it in your check luggage because it's not going to be accepted through airport security not everyone saw this and so some people had their medals confiscated oh, no. at airport security on the way oh, home oh my gosh i think my Miami by will smith's probably the one rap i can do start to finish <laughs> well i mean have we got time on the podcast i today? never want to hear that okay maybe next week benvenido ami, ami, do ami. you need a i need a yeah 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 oh miami <laughs> South Beach, feeling the heat. Y'all feel that? Y'all feel that? Doo, doo. <laughs> I think this is the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, if you have got your medal taken away, apparently they are sending out replacements in the post. But 
that was an important thing. Be careful with your medals. Well, look after the things that yeah. you worked really hard to earn. Yeah, because most yeah. people, like I've been on planes before where people wear them on the plane home. Didn't someone, so. wasn't there a news story on the running channel about how a bunch of people had stolen loads of medals because they thought they were real gold? Yeah, that was the other thing as well. That is also, if you if you want up-to-date news, which is essentially where I steal all this stuff from for the yeah. podcast, check out our website, oh, all yeah. socials, because we post idea. loads of news there. But yeah, they thought it was gold and they stole like 200 medals. And they, were, they, <laughs> and they weren't. Were, no, surprisingly were enough, Andy. race medals, not real gold. Okay, my turn. Um, it was the US Olympic trials for the marathon um, yeah. at the weekend. So this is the, the broadly first across the post um, qualifying system. And, and this, the reason I'm talking about this isn't necessarily for the results, but I will very quickly touch on them. Mm -hmm. But more just the, the principle of it, because we don't have this in the UK. No. So it's very complicated to qualify for the Olympic marathon for the Team GB team mm -hmm. um, for Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So because um, we don't have a definitive trial, there's lots of qualifying times you have to run. And then there's various selection processes, which are fairly subjective, um, which does lend itself to, you know, I imagine a fair amount of politics. Certainly when I was running, there was a lot of discussion of the politics of who got selected because uh, there's the also like you have to there's a window right of when you've run the qualifying time but yeah. then also you then if that's been a while ago you then have to prove that you're still yeah, at you that have to fitness. demonstrate fitness as well and so on whereas in the us you if you have the qualifying time that's set by the olympic committee and you've also set the run the qualifying time in order to run in the olympic trials which is is slower because they want yeah. a, a larger field there um then they have you know hundreds of runners there so it, there's a deep field and that's possibly the big difference in the UK. You Wait, wouldn't so get as many people who are as fast because the population's not as big. So if I was a US runner yeah. and I qualified for the Olympic trials yeah. and then I came first, yeah. but I've run under the Olympic qualifying time, do I still as get in, a place? Under it? As in you've run the Olympic qualifying no, time? No, as in I haven't, haven't run it. No, I don't think so. It's oh. complicated. So it, sorry, so even though there's a, a there's a trials, you still have to have run... Yeah, all Olympic trials the, do work in that way. Like you still have to meet the standards set by the, the international federation or whatever in order to run. So if you just had an amazing day at it, but, but it's sort of irrelevant because the, the, they ran super fast and Fair. they had the time. So the first two, Connor Mance and Clayton Young in the men's race, are actually friends and training partners, went to university together. That's really lovely cool. story. And they broadly crossed the line together. Nice. Although um, Clayton Young let Connor Mance go across the line first, from my understanding. Mm. Um, and It's not going to do that in the Olympics though, is it? Small, small, <laughs> small claim to fame. Um, if you remember when you did, um, you ran the Boston Marathon last year, the day before. Yeah. I had a much harder challenge, which was to run, try and beat the Strava segment up Heartbreak Hill. Oh, yeah. Um, and the guy who actually still has it, I think, yes. anyway, I haven't checked it, but who was ahead of me because I ended up coming second, is Connor Mance, the guy that won the Olympic oh. trials at the weekend. Yeah. I'm just going to glide over yeah. the fact that you said me running a marathon was yeah, less hard. Yeah, try to sneak that in there. Try to sneak that in there. Than you running up a hill. Uh, but yeah, just, I think it's interesting that the US have this very established trial with so many runners there mm. to decide who gets to the Olympics to make it a much more definitive process whereas yeah. it's a lot vaguer for a lot of other countries uh, but yeah shout out to Connor Mance, Clayton mm. Young and Leonard Career who were the first three in the men's races and then Fiona O'Keefe, Emily Sisson and Dakota Lindworm in the women's. Nice. Awesome. It's question time. C -c 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 Questions. Becca from Denver, Colorado. You're welcome Rick. I signed up <laughs> for my first marathon this mid-November in Savannah, Georgia. I've done a couple of 10Ks and a couple of half marathons very slowly in the past few years, but rarely go out for a training run. Wow. Yeah, surprising, yeah. I, I know that I won't be able to get away with relying solely on my other activities, hiking and horseback riding, as training for a marathon, but 
I'm unsure as to how to start pre-marathon training. I have started a run-walk 10K training plan to get me going and prep for a couple of races this spring. At this point, I'm 41 weeks out from marathon race day. That's unbelievable. She's done all that without any training. Imagine yeah. if you could train for a marathon on horseback. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think I'd Don't, rather do the running. Yeah. No, I would Horses hunt. scare me a little bit. Oh. Imagine doing that around here. Go around Old Street on a horse to train. <laughs> yeah, I think that's only, only the police that can do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sarah's all with the sound effects today. We've had beatboxing. Very good. Beatboxing Very horses. Good. So Thank yeah, you. good luck, Becca. I think that she sort of addressed her own question though and she said she started a run, work, run mm. walk 10K training plan mm -hmm. for races this spring. Exactly the right thing to do. I don't think you can wing a marathon or not in a way that you'll want to do it no, if you, you want to enjoy it. No. So you just need to get that time on the feet and 41 weeks will disappear quite quickly, but you've got mm -hmm. loads of time. So asking yourself the question now is the right thing. So I would immediately be saying intermediate goals. So you've got those spring races, building up to, to running fairly regularly. Um, like I do think you need to be running three times a week really to run yeah. a marathon. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that should be the goal, I think. And if you can get to that point in the summer where you're regularly running three times a week, then that's plenty of time to then do a proper marathon build up from that point. The hiking will definitely help as well. Yeah, horseback, time on your feet. Horseback riding, not quite so yeah, sure. But the, calves, the other the thing I would say is Anna did a video a couple of years ago now on Jeffing, the yes. Jeff oh, Galloway yeah. method. Jeff Galloway, yeah. Um, on run walk. And it's actually incredible how some, for some people, they can run a faster marathon by run walking than by running. So it might be worth looking at that method because it's much more structured and you're actually doing a like run walk strategy yeah, right clever. from the start rather yeah. than like going for 30K and then having to walk the rest. So Amazing. Check that out. Yeah, good luck, Becca. Right, Mark from Surrey. Question for Andy. With his minibus full of kids, does he have <laughs> oh, any tips for running with a buggy? First time father, which I intend to start running with the little one at my local park run soon. <laughs> so minibus. I... <laughs> you only just got that. You just... paying attention. No, I won't. No, I was just rereading it. Do you just push the minibus because you can't fit them all in a buggy? <laughs> yeah, imagine that how big... would be impressive. He'd snap. Imagine how big my buggy would have to be. It'd yeah. take up the whole width of the park run course. It's um, always embarrassing, isn't it, when someone in a buggy overtakes you on parkrun. No, it's embarrassing for me, not necessarily for everybody, but you know when the buggy goes past you. Oh, like, oh, especially if it's quite God. a traily yeah. parkrun and yeah. you're like, oh, I oh, wish I had your wish strength. I had your strength. <laughs> yeah, because it's hard, hard running with sort of one arm because you, you do have to be holding it with at least yeah. one hand to steer it if you do get a run, good running buggy. So um, I haven't really done it. Unbelievably. Hey, you were saying you wanted to fit all your runs in. Maybe this is the solution. Is the yeah, get, 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 get miles in there. They're getting heavy and now, though. Get miles, oh. miles will be all right in there. Yeah. Andy's not up to it. Yeah, I Andy's don't know. scared. I, I, me and Rick, same upper body ability. <laughs> so <Yeah>. the, <laughs> even holding that bit of paper. Yeah. And then, oh, they talk about they talk about don't skip leg day. I, I've skipped arm day for twenty years. There's a lot of there's a lot of people at the moment writing in the comments. Is Andy's kid called Miles? Yes. 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 And yes. your first kid is called Kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. Um, so I haven't Middle done it, child, but... yards. yards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would, uh, I'd be the only one here that'd be able to do any of the conversions between those three things. So, okay, oh yeah, you're the winner here, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible comeback. Um, Mark, I would just say that it needs a little bit of practice and needs to get used to running without your arms or an arm and swapping arms is quite difficult. But getting a, a buggy that does free wheel quite nicely is the yeah. key. And then you can use, actually control it. I've got it. a baby yo-yo mama and yeah. they are just no good. Yeah, and we did, with. we did buy one. Very good for cities. We did buy one secondhand at one point and it was very cheap and rickety and it was that meant it was almost unusable. So um, I saw there is some very good, have a Google because there are some good hacks online. I think I've seen something about like whether you should or shouldn't have 
like a wheel locked or something. Uh, yeah, but in terms of steering it. And then the other thing is that your baby does need to be old enough in terms of their neck strength and so on to yep. be kind of jostled about in a buggy. So just be, be a little bit careful. Yeah. That was fun. Enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Why have you got a cheeky little grin on you your face? You have got a little grin. What's he going to do? What do you mean? <laughs> Come on, hit us with it. Hey, I was just going to finish it off with a bit of thought, you know, to, oh. to round off this podcast. Oh, Rick's no. thought for the day. Rick's brain. You've got 30,000 days on this earth and you'll never be as young as you are right now. So attack the day, everyone. Oh, that really wasn't worth waiting. We had to uh, wait for him to find that on his phone. It was, uh, it was pretty profound. Maybe it's I more profound if good. you're listening to it. What do you mean you've got 30,000 days? You've got about 30,000 days on earth. Yeah. Oh, oh, is yeah. it like the average person? Yeah. Right. What about if I've only got 29,999? Well, well, you'll never be as young as you are today. Yeah. So, yeah, right. attack the day. Great. Well, yeah. Okay, I'm going to attack Rick. the day yeah. by finishing off this podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Or watching. Whoa, whoa, oh, yeah. whoa, this, whoa. This, this you'll listen oh, and watch Have one. I gone too early? Whoa, I have a little bit at the end. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Go, what are you going to ask people to do this Thank week? Thank you. What's your favour? I'm going to ask people that since you've only got 30,000 days on this planet mm. and you need to seize every single day... What are you doing to seize the day right now? Email in podcast at channel.com, Drop us a little comment. Comment, mainly send them to Rick because he'll care the most. But send them to me and Andy as well. If you've yeah. got any questions, let us know. And now we'll see you next time. Oh, she's very much in charge. Isn't she? Eh? Who wears Gosh. the trousers? <laughs> me. I can hear her again now. This episode was brought to you by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Everyday Running Shoe, which has a focus on both comfort and endurance. So an ultra springy, responsive feel that protects your legs and keeps them feeling fresh, which is what Jess has been putting to the test as she's been training for over the last 12 weeks for taking on her ultimate ever 10K. And she's been focused on consistency. So being able to show up with those fresh legs every day and every week in order to put in the work and the recovery that she needs to do to run her best. If you want to check out the Under Armour Infinite Elite, head to the link in the show notes.